Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon. Recorded live.
Well, we met. All right. We were going to start here in Second Chronicles 7 and 14. Amen. We're going to start at 12. Well, God's second appearance to Solomon is what this uh, verse of Scripture is about. And it said, Then the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said to him, I very be proud. I have chosen this place for myself as a house of sacrifice. When I shut up heaven, the 13th verse of Second Chronicles, 7, 13 verse. When I shut up heaven and there is no rain, I'll command the locusts to devour the land or send pestilence among my people. Speaking about Israel, talking about Israel. He said that if he said all these different things upon Israel, wonder what reason why he was sending these things. Let's read on. Uh, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and heal their land. Hallelujah. We're living in a time and age today that mankind have forgotten. They have forgotten their way. They have forgotten the way that the Most High had already set boundaries for us to go and not to go over and, and to be able to live and to live a lifestyle. But we've strayed away from the lifestyle which he's given us. He said we have broken his commandments, we've trespassed his holy days, and, and we do nothing that he said to. He said for this reason, things will happen. And as we go forth this evening, we're going to go forth, amen, with uh, some word from my son, teacher, Adam, minister, Amazon. Amen. Uh, good evening. Uh, we'd like to expound on what is man of God brought forth concerning the people in the land and uh, speaking of Israel and what happened and why did, we, did these things happen to Israel and why would we have to pray that he would heal our land? We must understand why. Uh, was our land obviously cursed if we actually had to have it healed at one point in time? Uh, we must uh, go to the foundation of Scripture and understand who Israel is and know uh, the truths about Israel. Because a lot of us may think we know who Israel is, but we don't have a clue who Israel is uh, conceptually and in the main idea. So we're going to turn to. Um, I'm going to go see where I want to pick up that. I'm going to go to Jeremiah 17 and 4. Okay. See what happens to these people in Israel. Okay. Give you an idea of who Israel is. Okay. See if these people know who they are today. Then we'll get a better understanding of who Israel is. 17 and 4. 17 and 4. And you, even yourself, shall let go of your heritage, which I gave you. Okay. And you, even you yourself, shall let go of the heritage which I gave you, and I will cause you to serve your enemy in the land which you do not know. For you have kindled a fire in my anger, 
which shall burn forever. Thus says the Most High, Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart departs from the Most High. Right. For he shall be like a scrub in the desert and shall not see when good comes, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness and a salt land which is not in heaven. Well, we understand that it, this was a prophecy of Jeremiah speaking uh, about the children of Israel. And this tells you that uh, starting when, I, when man of uh, the Most High began to speak on, on four, it said, and thou even thyself, so it says in uh, the King James, it says, shall discontinue from thy inheritance, that I gave thee, and I will call thee to serve thine enemies in a land which thou knowest not. For ye have kindled a fire in mine anger, which shall burn forever. So he began to tell these people of, of uh, Israel that these people would no longer know who they were because they began to go after other gods and serve other uh, 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 things more than the creator, deities more than the creator. And we understand that they went after wicked things. They began to set up and uh, go after Baal. They began to go after other gods, Nimrod, and all these other things because they felt like uh, keeping the commandments and following the statues was a little bit too too strenuous. They seen that the other people around about them, other nations, were just living life freely. So the most I told him, he said, you know what? Since you don't want to keep what I gave you, uh-huh. uh, I'm, I'm going to cause you to discontinue from, from, from keeping the Sabbath, uh-huh. from, from following my laws, my statutes. You don't even know who you are as a people. You'll thank you somebody else when, you, when your heritage is here in Israel. Okay, let's go a little deeper and expound uh, with the... Uh, Man of, uh, man of the Most High, if you have any other words, expounding off of that screen, man. We we want we want to ride we want to ride along with that for a minute. And uh, uh, mother, if you have any words, Amen. Uh, you can let us know. And uh, we want to look at Jeremiah sixteen and twelve to back to back what we just heard, where he said that uh, the Most High was going to cause us to discontinue from our heritage, meaning what we at today in this time frame, we have forgotten. That we had uh, uh, borders, that we wore clothes with fringes. We had uh, uh, clothes that had tassels and hems on it. We wore certain types of uh, head covering. We wore the hair on our face certain ways. But now, since we have gotten so far away from the truth, and we begin to live anything that we hear, anything sounds good now in the church, we just about go for it. But here's the scripture to back that scripture. Jeremiah 16. We want to start up at 12. And it says, And you have done worse than your father. For behold, each one follows the dictation of his own evil heart, so that no one listens to me. Therefore, I will cast you out of the land unto a land that you do not know. Neither you nor your father, and there you will serve other gods day and night, where I, where I will not show 
you favor. Now, police are shooting the Israelites. And I'm not just talking about we as a color. I'm speaking about all of the Israelite people. Amen. I'm speaking about even incarceration. I'm speaking about even uh, being reformed to the American standards and have to partake of, of, I mean, we have to go to them. You know, further on down in the word, we're going to show you what the Most High even said, that we're going to be in want and in need of all these things. And we're there tonight. We are there. And so we're here tonight, amen, to show the people, not just the Israelites, but we want to show the people, amen, those that say that they love truth and righteousness, but we're going to bring truth and righteousness tonight. Sheila, go ahead, sir. Uh, that was that was great uh, to expound off of that, that scripture to, to let you know more that to tell you that just because we wanted to do those things, he, he was going to do that. Exactly what we wanted. He was going to give it to us. We wanted to go after other gods and other deities and other forms of godliness that seemed like it was God because we understand that even Solomon, he began to fall and he began to sin and do different things. So when the kingdom began to fall, he said he would send us to go serve other gods. And that's what we wanted to do anyway. We wanted to go serve other gods. So he gave us up to those things. And we must understand also with those things, understanding who the children of Israel are, we must understand the curses that he said he would send upon us, which will be a sign. Okay. And show everyone through Scripture who we actually are. So we will go, we'll go and pull up these curses and begin to see if they resonate with who we say the children of Israel are. If they are the people here in the United States, if they hear the, if we, we claim that they are the people, the African Americans, the, the uh, Latinos, the Native American people, the indigenous people of this land, and the, the original inhabitants, of, of Israel, we're trying to pull out and see if these are the actual people by the curses that were placed upon them. So Deuteronomy 28, we will proceed and give uh, credence and clarity to the people of the Most High. Okay? Deuteronomy 28, we're going to just give you a, a hint of the blessing of what, what uh, was supposed to happen. Now, before we go down, let's go to Deuteronomy 7 and 6. Okay? We're going to see how was these people favored by the Most High first and how did he set these people up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it's just not it's just not just uh, uh, preaching this word, but it must be preached accordingly because from Genesis to Malachi, he was speaking to Israel, and he kept saying, Oh, my people Israel, hear ye. Hear you. He kept crying out for Israel. And finally, he said, that was no hope. But if it had not been for Moses, that would not be a nation of Israel. He may well have taken the Gentiles, but sometimes he went to the Gentiles. When they didn't want to hear, I think it was Paul. When they didn't want, they didn't want to hear the word of God, Paul went to the Gentiles and began to preach to the Gentiles, and they freely accepted the word. You all that are listening tonight, Amen. Lean on this truth because it's in your Bible. It's in our Bible. I know we've been taught all type of things, but deep down inside your heart, do not allow your thinking to interfere with your heartfelt truth because this is true out of the book. Go for it, sir. That was a great word. 
Deuteronomy 76. <clears throat> For thou art holy people unto the Lord thy God. The Lord thy God hath chosen thee to be a special people unto himself. Above all people that are upon the face of the earth. The Lord did not set his love upon you, nor chose you, because you were more in number than any people. For you were the fewest of all people. But because the Lord loved you and because he kept because he kept the oath which he had sworn unto your fathers, hath the Lord brought you out with, out with a mighty hand and redeemed you out of the house of Bunman, for the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Now we see here that even from the beginning, when you're looking here in Deuteronomy by the children of Israel, the Most High chose the children of Israel from the beginning to be a holy people and to be a special people. We must understand the basis before we go into anything else, who are the children of Israel, what are the things that the Most High gave Israel, and what are they pertaining to? So we see here that he gave, he chose Israel to be a holy people unto himself. Yeah, people say it's the Old Testament, uh, it's an addict, but we ought to understand it's, it's like a movie. You got to be able to, and it's in a three-part sequel. You got to be able to understand the first part before you get to the third part of the sequel. If you ain't never seen the first or the second one and you're in the third part of the sequel, you're going to be lost and not know what's going on. So this is what's telling you, who is Israel? Why Israel was chosen? Because we, uh, he looked it up because we weren't about being great in number because we were the fewest among our people. And he chose us and he put a name on us and called us the children of Israel. And our forefathers accepted, amen, the, uh, the oaths that he gave us, the laws, statutes, and commandments that were set us aside from all people. Yes. And he gave us those things to be a model to other nations. That's right. That's why he said he was set as above all people. But we didn't want to be set, set above all people. We wanted to be equal to everybody. So in Deuteronomy 28, we'll see what he gave us. He gave us according to what we asked for. Deuteronomy 28, begin to read one. And it shall come to pass that thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. There we go again, and 28 tell you, if we did those things, then he would set us on high above all nations. So it was always set up from the beginning for us to be on the top. It was always set up for the children of Israel to be above all nations, that all nations must go to Israel to learn. And we would teach the other nations how to follow the statutes and commandments of the Most High. Hallelujah. Okay. And we're just going to read about probably two more verses of the blessing. We all, we've all we all familiar with that and read it before. But we're just going to give you about one more or verse or two. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee, as thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Uh-huh. Blessed shall thou be in the city, and blessed shall thou be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body, and blessed shall be the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, and the increase of thy kin, and then the flocks of thy sheep. So we understand he has blessed our body and our health. We'll live long and prosper. And our, uh, our sheep and our cattle, we'll have plenty of that. So we'll be blessed if we follow those things. But we understand the children of Israel through history and through the scriptures, we didn't do any of that. So we'll see the curses that line, line right up with that going into 15. So on that verse 15, and then we'll read, we'll skip around the curses because it's, it's, it's up to 
50 different curses that fell on Israel. So we're going to just highlight a couple of them for you and give you a a, a, a broad scope of what happened and how do they relate to the children of Israel and who are they today. 15, but it shall come to pass that thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments and his statutes which I command thee this day, that these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Cursed thou be in the city, and cursed shall I be in the field. So Moses began to tell the children of Israel, if you don't follow these things, curse everywhere you go, you're going to be cursed. Wherever you are in the city of that place, you're going to be cursed. And in the field of those places, you're going to be cursed. So if we must understand, if you understand, if you look for some person in a city, in any part of the world, a city place, you would know to be known as a ghetto. A ghetto is a place where there's poverty-stricken people, where there's low-income housing, where there's low-funding education. All these things will what you consider as a curse upon a people because there's no way, I'm not going to say no way, but in that area it's more contaminated than there is prosperity. There's not a lot of people thriving and prospering in the area of lack. So we must understand, and also in the field, the children of Israel today, if that was the field, we would uh, would, uh, conceptualize and compare that to slavery if they were cursed to ever be in a field. But, uh, and also in 17, curse shall be thy basket and thy store. Curse shall be the fruit of thy body and the fruit of thy land and the increase of thy kin and the flocks of thy sheep. So Moses also began to tell them that you will be cursed in your body. You will be cursed. All these things will come on you. Now, understanding the children of Israel, if I'm claiming that the children of Israel happen to be the African Americans that were brought here through slavery, we would have to understand, if this compares to us, how would it? If it said, curse shall I be in thy body. Okay, we must understand that the children of Israel, as of today, would have to go through. We would lead in diabetes. We're number one leading in diabetes. Number one leading in high blood pressure. All these things that deal with the body. These are curses that came upon us as a people. High blood pressure, sickle cell, anemia, that's a black-only trait that only attacks the body of black people, sickle cell. That's a black-only disease that you can get. We've got more high blood pressure than any other way. Exactly. All these things we lead in, high blood pressure, uh, uh, we get the uh, sodium from eating so much pork and all these foods with high sodium in them. All these things come upon the children of Israel. It's not, it's not by mistake that we are the children of Israel according to these curses because we understand that in the body, we lead in the body, and even in diseases, even among AIDS and HIV, we lead in those areas. When it comes to the deterioration of the human body, the black race is leading in that area. And it's not to say black or white, but to point out a certain people, those would be the people if you were to say, hmm, you know what, if anybody was to be dealing with a body as a nation of people, black people have a lot of serious issues when it comes to the human health, to the human anatomy in the body. Because we deal with so many ailments of the body. We lose limbs, families suffer from all kind of diseases and sickness that will come down from generations. A lot of things are hereditary that we get. You want to say something? Hmm. Go ahead, because, you know, that's good. You know, that's, that's good because uh, the most high, you know, what he, was, what he was doing here in his word, he was saying that, you know, 
we're always rallying. We're rallying over all the police shooting, over all the murder, and over all the high crime rate. Our sons and daughters is messed up with drugs and alcohol and just all type of things that have fallen upon us as a race of people. Well, the Most High said because of our rebellion, because we choose to turn away from him. You know, he said we've broken his laws, we left his covenant. We, we, we don't do anything that he has commanded us to do, but yet we're still having church, amen. We're still uh, 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 going on with all, uh, we got a mega fest uh, getting ready to happen this month in a few weeks, and they'll have every uh, a minister that is a part of a mega church there at that function. And that will be a lot of testimonies, a lot of preaching, a lot of soul being saved. But I wonder how many of them will speak on the laws. How many will truly speak on the reason the land is desolate, the reason Second Chronicles 7.14 is only spoken but not lived? It's my people. And so we're leading tonight. We're leading tonight in every sickness that mankind could uh, come in contact. But, you know, the Most High, he didn't leave us with just the word, but he said, and this will be a sign upon you. He didn't say this will be a sign for you to read and look at. He said, this sign is going to be upon you. He said, I will send these here. So we cannot be oppressed and upset because of our European neighbors for what they are doing. Our plight is the life is that we will begin to look at the word of the Most High and begin to second Corinthians 13 and 5, examine ourselves. See, the problem with tonight is that we're going and we're taking a lot of evaluation. But how can you evaluate yourself? Who are you going to measure yourself with? Who is likened unto the Most High? There is none likened unto the he said, I and I alone, Isaiah 48, he said, I and I alone, I am he. You know, he told Daniel in the book of Daniel 12, 9, I think, he said, fill up the book. Because, of course, we got so many other books. You know, we, we have birds once go around knocking on doors. And, uh, uh, you know, God is concerned, the Most High Yah is concerned about your fellowship. And so we're here tonight at Fellowship of Love. We're just going over some words. Uh, we may be on our, on our other line where we can record all of the messages. Uh, but I will, I will call to come to talk to you tonight. Uh, we'll try uh, tomorrow night, if the Most High City say, to uh, uh, get our other line connected also because we need to hear the word tonight. And if there be any questions or anyone that uh, uh, find any controversy, well, of course, it'll be controversy. So I'm not going to say that. If there's find anything wrong with what we're saying, then, you know, we want to open the lines and allow you to have word. Uh, or if you uh, feel inspired to have a word that will help uh, uh, go along with what we're talking about. We're talking about the failure, the failure of the Israelites. You know, we have disobeyed the Most High. Certainly, we have broken the heart of Yah, but he still stretched forth his hand tonight. So with an outstretched hand from the Most High Yah, we're going to continue. Go forth, son.
we're going to go forward and uh, finish up uh, part of the curses. We finished off with the um, fruit of our body and the fruit of our kind and the fruit of our land. Okay. We're going to go. I'm over there. While the teacher is, is looking, I want to go with uh, Deuteronomy, uh, Deuteronomy 31 and 24. So it was when Moses had completed writing the words of this law in a book. See, we're concerned with this law. There are, there are many laws, but we're concerned with one law, the law that was written for the children of Israel. Moses had it here. He said, amen, when, when, when everything was completed, then they were finished, that Moses commanded the Levites who bore the ark of the covenant of the Most High, saying, take this book of the law and put it beside the ark of the covenant of the Most High Yah, that it may be there as a witness against you. So we have this book as a witness. So if you got any complaint tonight, or you saying, no, 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 y'all are the content, then he said that this book, would be a witness against you, for I know your rebellion and your stiffness. If today, while I'm here alive with you, you have been rebellious against God, then how much more after my death? So he said, gather to me all the elders of your tents and your offices, that I may speak these words in your hearing and call heaven and earth to witness against you. See, all of this is against us. For I know that after my death, you will become utterly corrupt and turn aside from the way which I have commanded you, and evil will befell you in the latter days, because you will do evil in the sight of the Most High to provoke him to anger through the works of your hands. Hallelujah. His word is a witness against you today. Stay here and... Deuteronomy 31:24, that he was gathering the elders and the officers. Why we can't gather the elders and officers today? Because there are not many that want to talk about the Old Testament. The minute you raise the Old Testament, people walk away from you because they say that this is a new way. That's not a new way. There's only one way. And that way is that you first have to obey. Without obedience, you don't want to sacrifice before teaching. That's right. Without obedience, you don't want to sacrifice. You have right. nothing to sacrifice. You have That's right. Sounds good, looks good, but it ain't going nowhere. That's right. Now, coming from your heart and the intent, is, uh, the most I know the intent of the heart. Hallelujah. Doing, doing things with these things, just doing it. Just perform in a fashion. That's not what he wants from us. So we want to continue and uh, continue with the curses as well. Hallelujah. Uh, going into uh, 30. Uh, thou shalt betroth a wife, and another man shall lie with her. Thou shalt build a house, and thou shalt not dwell therein. Thou shalt plant a vineyard, and thou shalt not gather the grapes thereof. 37, then thou shalt become an 
astonishment, uh-huh. and a proverb and a byword uh-huh. among all nations whither the Lord shall lead thee. Uh-huh. So they're saying that the most high is going to lead, lead you. That, and in every way you go, he's going to put you in this area. And everywhere you go, you become a, a proverb. You're going to become a byword. You become a name that's not yours. You can become a, a nigga, a coon, or African American, or black. You can become all these different names that that wasn't given to you by the Creator that He put up on the children of Israel because they chose to go after other gods. Thou shalt thirty-eight. Thou shalt not carry much seed out into the field, and thou shalt gather but little in for the locusts shall consume it. So everything that the children of Israel chose to do, it would not prosper. Why? Because they, they chose they had love in the things that were not of the most high. They had love for for sinning and, and, and fornicating and committing adultery instead of keeping the Sabbath and not fornicating and, and loving your brother. They chose to go after other gods and do the things of the flesh. So the most high gave the things that come with wanting to do the things of the flesh. We're going to read also another one. We're going to read, uh, <coughs> excuse me, 43. The stranger that is within thee shall get up above thee very high, and thou shalt come down very low. Wow. He shall lend to thee, and thou shalt not lend to him. He shall be the head, and thou shalt be the tail. So we see it arose over verse here. At one point in time, you were chosen to be a holy people unto myself, the most I said, in Deuteronomy 7 and 6. And now he's saying you're going to lend. They're going to lend to you, and you won't lend to them. That means you're going to always be borrowing. You're going to be borrowing from Peter to pay Paul. That means you're going to be living paycheck to paycheck. That means you're not going to have anything that's going to be prosperous unto you. So it's telling that these nations of people were going to be struck. They were going to struggle. Because when they had it easy, they chose not to follow the most high that provided for them. They wanted to go after other gods and do the things. But they kept provoking. They kept on provoking, man. I mean, over in Deuteronomy 9, over in Deuteronomy 9, uh, while, Moses, while Moses was up getting uh, uh, the commandments, you know, the Lord told him, said, Moses, get down quickly. That's right. He said, get down quickly, man. He said, mm-hmm. your people, they have made them a mulching cattle. That's right. He said, then the Lord said to me, arise, go down quickly from here. For your people whom you brought out of Egypt have asked for workly. They have quickly, they quickly, I mean, no sooner than the most high freed us. That's right. They turned aside from the way which I commanded them. They have made themselves a mountain image. Amen. Furthermore, the Most High spoke to me, saying, I have seen this people, and indeed they are a stiff-necked people. Now, if you got a stiff neck, you know you can't do nothing. That's right. We are a stiff-necked people. The only, the only way that Ben Gay ain't going to take it away, mm. no pain relievers want to take it away, your pursuits cannot take it away. No, nobody can take the stiff neckness away until you turn him into this word. He said they were stiff necked. He said, That's the Lord that I may destroy them. Told Moses, Get on out of the way, Moses. I'm going to destroy them. I'm going to blot out their name 
from under heaven. And I will make of you a nation mightier and greater than they. So I turned and came down from the mountain. The mountain burned with fire. Mm-hmm. This is what the problem is. And you don't tell me that we in a new dispensation, we don't have to honor the old Jesus was the way. That's what the pagans told us. You cannot get to the Son without the Father. How are you going to get past Deuteronomy 28 that has all the laws and statutes? From Genesis to Malachi, the Lord spoke. When he got over in Matthew, he didn't speak not one word. They say, thus said the Lord. And there's not one scripture where the Lord said, I, I, he, it said, thus said. And so we're tonight, we're showing the nation what happened and what has happened. But I'm so grateful tonight to know that if we stay in the straight and narrow, we're not doomed. We are not doomed. My mother and I was talking about uh, uh, Smith, not, not Smith, who was We were talking about Dave Wilkerson. And I have always loved that minister. She said that they sent bombs and people to kill him. The Catholic Church came out after him to kill him and destroy him. They could not do it. So I know tonight that if we keep our eyes focused on the prize and keep our eyes in truth and be not led astray, because certainly when you get the truth, the next thing comes is a bunch of money. You've got a lot of people who want to follow you. Some of them there is for the word and some of them there is for the load. But they know along with the word comes prosperity. So we're going to go forth, amen, and let the teacher come back. Hallelujah. Salam. For the expounding of the word and of the scriptures, so we're going to go into 48 and 49 of Deuteronomy 28. Therefore, shall I serve thine enemy, which the Lord shall sin against thee in hunger and in thirst and in nakedness and in want of all things. Then he shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck until he has destroyed thee. The Lord shall bring a nation against thee from afar, from the end of the earth, as swift as the eagle flieth, a nation whose tongue thou shalt not understand. A nation of fierce countenance, Uh which shall not regard the person of old, nor show favor to the young. So we see here that the Most High, through uh, his servant Moses, began to tell the children of Israel that they would begin to go uh, and serve their enemy in a land that their forefathers knew not of, and that they would serve in everything that they want, whether they wanted food or whether they get something to drink or whether for clothing, they would have to go to these people for these things. And the one of all things, and then also they would have a yoke of iron about their neck, which would symbolize slavery and which was actually did happen. The children of Israel had yokes of iron about their neck uh, while they were in slavery. Then it's also said to even give clarity to that, that a nation, that these people will come from afar uh, uh-huh. as swift as the eagle flying. So we understand he's, he's using something there. He's saying as swift as the eagle flies. So he's saying that these people would, uh, would synonymize themselves as the eagle, uh, a nation that, that, that gives credence to an eagle. So if we were to look at any part of slavery in a nation that represented the eagle, we had to look at America and through slavery. 
we understand that uh, that America, they fought their freedom for Britain, through Britain, and, and they freed themselves in 1776. And the flag that they have is, is the bald eagle with 13 olives, and then they have a 13 arrows in their hand, which represents the 13 colonies. But these people are the people that represent the evil. And when they came and got the children of Israel, knowing that that was a language barrier, that they didn't understand. It was Hebrew and, and English being spoken, and neither one understood the other. See? This is what the scripture said. It said a nation whose tongue thou shalt not understand. So it's giving you, letting you know that one nation came, and the other nation that came to grab them, they thought it was a language barrier. It was a problem because one didn't understand the other, but one had uh, <clears throat> weapons and had all kind of means of, of holding people, ca- holding this nation captive. So they just came and took them. They were sold to them, so they came and got them. They didn't care what language they, they spoke. They didn't have They didn't care what language they spoke. And like, like you said, they had no strength. So they just went along with it. So what could they do? Also, a nation that fierce countenance. I mean, these people faced was serious. These people didn't come to play games and jokes. We should not regard the person of old. They ain't care nothing about the elder in the tribe or nobody. They didn't care. They didn't care who he was. They didn't care about the young. You had a baby. They, they didn't care nothing about that. They didn't care nothing. They just came. All they were worried about was about slavery and they about profit. About money. Because all they became was equal to was free labor anyway. Because anytime you were a slave, well, this time, because <clears throat> slavery, there was only there was free labor going on. So that means a surplus in profit. So everything that you got off your canes and you got off your cotton was a surplus because you didn't have to pay nobody for labor because it was free labor. So we're going to go into uh, 58. If thou will not observe to do all the word, all the words of this law mm-hmm. that are written in this book, that thou mayest fear the glorious and fearful name, the Lord thy God, then the Lord will make thy plagues wonderful, and thy plagues of thy seed even great plagues and long continuance, and sordidness long continuance. So there was that there was no let up when the most high let when he brought forth these curses. But in the beginning though, when he first started talking about the cursing and the twenty eight and the fifteen, he said that uh if you don't, you know, turn to me, he said, I'm gonna bring seven curses upon you. Then he said, If you don't turn to me after the seven curses, I'm gonna bring seven more curses above that seven to twenty one curses. Then he said, Then if you don't, I'm gonna bring seven more, and then after that seven more after they had gotten out of 21 curses, then he went forth and saying, I'm going to cause, I'm going to bring. So, you know, he's telling us tonight that no one is doing this on their own. The same way he hardened Pharaoh's heart, he is putting it in the heart of our enemies tonight to destroy the Israelites. And in the midst of the Israelites being destroyed all up and down the streets, all over Maryland, Baltimore, Maryland, all over in these different states and countries and cities, all around the world and Africa and everywhere else. He's only saying that if you would return unto me, that I may get out of you what I put in you. I put into you, you understand me, victory. He said, I, I, it wasn't because you were mightier, you were more than them. He said, but I saved you because I chose you. And if you've been chosen by the Most High, 
to do what he has called you to do, then what is so hard about it? I mean, can't we look around and see how the land is being desperate and how we own nothing? We own nothing. We own no factories. We own not even clotheslines that belongs to us. The HOA will tell you to take them down. Here it is, you own a, a house. And the HOA, the HOA tells you what you can and cannot have. You know why? Because you own nothing. Because you're on borrowed land. Because this is not your home. Remember, you came here by ships with a yoke of iron upon your neck. And when the Most High lets you live so that you can, amen, have children, so that we can be in this dispensation, I'm talking about in 16, I'm talking about when 14 and 23, when Portugal came to Africa and they were looking for laborers to harvest sugarcane. See, it's a history about Israel. But if you don't know that in AD 70, Israel was captured by Titus and his folks, and that the ones that wasn't in the city because 39 years before uh, before the Most High, before Jesus, amen, he predicted the fall of Israel 39 years before it happened. He said they would do the trick round about you, and none shall escape. And they set the place to fire. And near by the first chapter, it talks about how the walls were down and how Jerusalem was destroyed. Do you want it to happen again, Jacob? See, uh, most preachers preach about destruction, but we're preaching about the man, the man that was destroyed with the with the city. That was so escape they had to tell the story because I, I know because nearby was speaking to the vagabond. They were vagabonds. They had escaped the destruction of Israel. And we're telling you what's written in the book tonight. That the most high, he said he was sin all these different diseases. He was saying, we'll be in need of water. We will be hungry. We've been through all of that. If we don't turn, it's not too late to turn back to the truth. The true and living Yah is not, amen, too hard to flip back, amen. Just go back a little bit to the book of Numbers. Go back, amen, to the book of Psalms and Isaiah and Proverbs. Go back to the book of Ecclesiastes. Go back and read what the prophets of old said. See, back during that time, amen, the prophets read nothing but the Old Testament because there wasn't no New Testament. They had nothing but truth. Now, amen, Christianity and the church age now makes it so easy to get away with sin. I heard them today talking about homosexuality, and what they were saying, they were saying that God is a God of people, of no respect to persons. But now, as the book of Leviticus, the 18th chapter, tells you about these different laws and the different things that we shouldn't do, and then we find ourselves doing them tonight, do we call it sin, or do we just sweep it beneath the rug and say, God knows. Yes, God knows. He sees all. It's time for us to be the apple of his eye. You know, we quote so many scriptures out of the Old Testament, but yet we won't go into it and begin to try and live what it says. Because why? We're not in the Old Testament. 
Jesus Christ came and made a new way. But even Jesus himself said, Thank not I come to destroy the law or the prophets, but I came as a fulfillment. So Jesus himself, he came under the law, and he came in the law. Paul said, if it had not been for the law, I'd have never known sin. So tonight, we are examining ourselves. As we go forth and we look and we read what thus says the Most High Yah, he left us a manuscript, and he gave us a sign. And I just read another part where he said again, I'm telling you what's going to happen. So here we are in 2015. We know about 2019, and a lot of us don't know. But we'll get to that after a while. Go ahead, teacher. I'm going to continue to go to 2864. And the Lord shall scatter thee among all people, from one end of the earth unto the other. And there thou shalt serve other gods, which thou, nor thy fathers, have known even wood and stone. And among these nations shall thou find no evil. Neither shall the soul of thy foot have rest, but the Lord shall give thee there a trembling heart, failing of eyes and sorrow of mind. So we see here that he started off telling them that I will scatter you in all nations. He began to tell you He's going to begin to bring it out farther down. How he's going to scatter the children of Israel into our nation. Because he said, they want it because thou shalt serve other gods, which thou, which neither thou nor thy fathers have known. So not even our forefathers knew all these gods that these people, that the children of Israel were going to serve. Right. They ain't even heard of them. That's right. He said, even of wood and of stone. See? We must understand that wood represents Christianity. Wood is the cross, the pagan. The paganism that comes with Christianity, the, the, Christ, the Christmas and the Easter, all these different things that, that, that even Jeremiah spoke out in Jeremiah 10 and told them don't follow the customs of the heathen. Mm-hmm. Talking about one cut of the tree out of the garden, the workman of the, with the axe of his hand. Mm-hmm. You going into the garden, you cut into the forest, you cutting down trees. That that sounds like something people do for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And we know that comes from Nimrod, and that through that through that is his birthday, December twenty fifth, which people uh praise uh say that's Christ's birthday, but Christ was nowhere born on December twenty fifth. Mm-hmm. Because during that time you must understand they said that sheep was in the field. No time in one to do sheep or no or no time no time in one or sheep in the field. Nowhere is a root. It's too cold. Shepherds don't keep sheep in winter. They don't keep them out there in the cold. Hallelujah. And then the roads, now around that time was tax season. And then the roads in Jerusalem were all tore up because of winter. The roads are frozen and cold. You don't even know your path in Jerusalem when it's freezing. So why would they hold a census? Uh, uh, that's only to, to give count of each people, each person's family, how many of each people, person's family. That's what a census is and tax season as well. So why would they have that going on during wintertime when the roads are frozen and it's hard to get, find a way? Why would they do all that during wintertime? Mm-hmm. None of that makes sense. So all these lies that we've been told, we don't even understand or we don't even research the scriptures because we perish for the lack of knowledge. We just go after anything, pass the pole, chop, throw our way, and we just follow to it. Oh, yeah, you were born, yeah, December 25th, but I don't understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. 
So that is that that is so true. You know, it's it's just like it's just like he says right here in, in the book of Jeremiah, Jeremiah uh, two, Jeremiah two and uh, ten. For pass beyond the coast of Cyprus and see, see, send to Gadara and consider Tiberi, and see if thou hast been such a thing. Has the nation changed its gods with an S, which are not gods? But my people have changed their glory. For what does not profit? Be astonished, O heaven, at this, and be heartily acquainted. Be very desolate, says the Most High. For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of the living water, and has used themselves chestnuts, broken chestnuts that cannot hold no water. Is Israel a servant? Is he, is he a whole-born slave? Why is he plundered? The young lion roared at him, and while they made his land waste, his cities was burned without inhabitants. Also the people of Nephra and Telephine has broken the crown of your head. Have you not bought this on yourself, and that you have forsaken the most high God when he led you in his way? So, I mean, it's constantly repeated, repeated, repeated. How can anybody go astray from the word of the most high? You know why? Because they do not look into the book. All they want to do is talk about prosperity. Yeah. All they want to do is read scriptures that's leading them to believe that they're serving God. You know, in the book of character, it talks about supposing gain and knowledge. So many people look at it, and this is why mega church flourishes. Because when mega churches, people drive up in Bentley and, 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 and Range Rovers and, and all these $80,000 automobiles, even the ones that can't even afford an automobile want to be around that. Because they think that having all of this stuff, amen, is a part of blessing. When it's not. It's not a blessing. Man. It's blessing to have it. But if it have you, it's no blessing. See that? That's right. So we're going to go right into 68, the last one, the last prophecy. And this is the one where we're driving a nail home to show the people who the children of Israel actually are. 68, and Deuteronomy 28, 68. And the Lord shall bring me into Egypt again with ships. By the way of I spake unto thee, thou shalt see it no more again. And there you shall be sold unto your enemies for bond men and bond women and no man shall buy you. So we see Moses is telling the children of Israel, all 12 tribes he's speaking to at this time. And he's telling them, just because you want to disobey, you're going to go into Egypt again and ship. Now we got to understand and get a breakdown of the word Egypt and what is he talking about because they just came out of Egypt. So you telling me, they like, you telling us again, we're going to go into Egypt again, but it's not Egypt again, per se, that's right up the way which is right around the way from them. He's not talking about that Egypt because we know in Scripture the children of Israel never went back into Egypt as a nation. Right. They, when they, the first time they went in, it was 70, and they left out, left out with like over 4 million to 6 million people when they came out on X, when they came out and to go into the promised land. And he told them you were going to Egypt again. So if they never went into Egypt, where did they go when he, when he speak of Egypt? Now we got to understand what does this word Egypt mean? Now, when you look up the word Egypt, it means Mizraim, uh, which also means bondage. But also, if you go to do, uh, Exodus 20 and 3, the Most High begin to, to give you an understanding of what, he, of what he, uh, Egypt equates to as well. 
So if you go to Exodus 20, and I believe that's 3, it says, it says, okay, hold on, and 2, I'm sorry, Genesis 20 and 2, and I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. So he called this place Egypt bondage as well. Uh-huh. We understand that place was slavery that the children of Israel were kept. So in Deuteronomy 28 and 68, he said you will go into bondage or slavery again with ships. Because we understand that they didn't never go back into Egypt, the landmass, uh-huh. ever again after they were uh, left there. So he's telling them that they will go into slavery again with ships. Then he's going to begin to expound on them what's going to happen as you begin to go and when you get there. He said, by the way of, I spake unto you, the way I'm telling you right now, he said, thou shalt see it no more again. You're not going to see this written or see it happen like this no more again ever. Right. The way I'm telling you this, you're not going to see it ever happen. He said, by the way of, I spake unto you, thou shalt see it no more again, and there you shall be sold unto your enemies. For bond men, slave men, and slave women, he said, you're going to be sold and no man shall buy you. Now, when he say no man shall buy you, he said no man shall redeem you. Nobody going to come and save you. Obama. Nobody. That's right. Obama can't do it. Martin Luther King couldn't do it. Martha Scott Garvey couldn't do it. That's right. All these great leaders, they stood up and they spoke the word of the Most High. And they came speaking peace. God bless you, Father, forgiveness. They came speaking peace. And we tried to make peace with our Gentile brethren, the Europeans. We've always tried to make peace because the Bible said we don't have any strength. Anyhow, the Romans 28 chapter, it said we have no strength against them. It's nothing we can do. So all these rallies that we're rallying around, the police shooting and all this stuff, hey, the only thing you can do is preach this scripture. Deuteronomy 28 chapter, he said, I suck him. He said, let's not make no mistake about it. You see, because even when Jeremiah 19 says, your own witness will correct you, and your backsliding will rebuke you. Know therefore and see that it is an evil and bitter thing that ye have forgotten the Most High Yah, and the fear of me is not in you, says the Most High. There's no fear. Why do you think homosexuality? Amen. The 501, 501c3, hey, you're in trouble because church and state is a separation. 501c3 brought church and state together and gave them a pledge for them to allow whatever they say you must obey. The most I told us. He said that in the, in the, and, 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 and the world should be upon his shoulder. Not we confirm it to this world. We confirm this world. So he said that ye have forsaken the most high God and the fear of the Lord is not in you anymore. For the Lord I have broken your yokes and burst your bonds, and you said, I will not transgress. When on every hill, every high hill, and on the evergreen tree, you lie down, plant a hauling, and I have planted you a noble vine, a seed of highest quality. How then have you turned before me into the, the, 
into the degenerated fat of the alien vine. For though you wash yourself with lime and use much soap, yet your iniquity. That's what the problem is tonight, my friend. For all you want to pray. We cannot pray people seeing out for them, sister. If they want to play the harlot and run on every green tree, that's their fault. They come to you for prayer, ask them. So when all this started happening, oh, you know, you know, this and that, they have all kind of excuses. But the Most High said he's going to break that. He said, you lay out a plan to harlot. He said, but I plan that you're a vineyard. He said, yet your iniquity is marked before me, says the Lord. And he jumped over here, and he said over here in the 26th verse, as the thief of the shame we have found out, so is the house of Israel ashamed. They are their kings and their princes and their priests and their prophets, says to a tree, you are my father. See, this tree, they worship. That's right. You are my father. Oh. And to a stone, oh, you gave birth to me. For they have turned their backs to me and not their face. But in the time of their trouble, they will say, Arise and save us. But where are your gods now? Where they at that you have made for yourself? Let them arise. If they can save you in the time of your trouble, for part of the number of your cities are your gods of Judah. Why will you plead with me? Ye all have transgressed against me, says the Most High. In vain have I chastened your children, and they receive no corrections. Why we won't receive corrections tonight? He said, O generation, see the word of the Most High. Have I been a willingness to Israel or a land of darkness? Why do my people say? We are Lord. We will come no more to you. Can a person forget all of it? A glass, uh, a tyrant. When uh, uh, Jeremiah 2 and 32, yet my people have forgotten me days without number. Right. You see, so all what I'm trying to convey tonight, I and the teacher, Adam, my son, I'm only trying to show my people, that I found the answer. I found the answer tonight. Nobody and no nowhere I put my life on the line against any any rabbi or any professor from any church, any place or state, that this is the problem with Israel. This is the problem with you tonight. This is the problem with my house tonight, that I have strayed away. He said we break his law, his covenant. Now, wait a minute. Do you think that the Lord gave us the covenant? He said, oh, Israel, who is likened unto Israel? And I will give statutes, laws, and covenant. He said, that is not likened unto Israel. But we keep walking around saying, oh, we Gentiles, we engrafted. We're not engrafted because my son just got through reading in the 28th chapter of Deuteronomy, the 37th verse, when he said that this shall be a sign, that yoke around your neck, no strength, powerless, in want of water, in want of food, all of these things. He said, you need to look in.
Hallelujah. We give our praises to the most high. Uh, the take for just culture, but we're still moving forward. Hallelujah. Uh, we understand that. I'm, I'm going to read also out of Leviticus uh, 17. Understand and let the people know that we are the, we are the Israelites. We are the, the Jews of our speak of. And we've been taught so long that we are the Gentiles. And so my father said that we uh, are being engrafted. No, we, we we are the chosen. We are, we always been chosen from the beginning. But through, through time, our our the Bible told us in Jeremiah 17, I know I read it earlier, but for the people that may be joining in, uh, it talked about the children of Israel. History would be distorted and it would be, uh, it would be discontinued that we wouldn't know who we were. We would call ourselves African-Americans and blacks and all these different things that, you know, that wouldn't give credence to who we actually are. So in Jeremiah 17 and 4, it tells you, Simply why all those things? Why we why we don't actually know who we are? We we say we African American, but well, where in Africa we come from? Africa got fifty fifty four different countries in it. So which one of the fifty four are we from? We don't even know that. If we say we from Africa, so we can't even we don't even know that much. But that that's what the Bible told us. It told the children of Israel that we would be lost and we wouldn't know who we were. We'll be confused. We we think we're a sheep fire. We could we didn't even know who we were. We'll be walking around telling we're Gentiles. We ain't grafted into the fold. We are Gentiles. Uh, we're not we're not Jews. But we are Jews. Back it up, son. Back it up. Yeah, uh, right here it says uh the sin of Judah is written with a pen of iron. Scripture that is. Jeremiah seventeen, one through four. Okay. And Judah is is a, a chief tribe of one of the twelve tribes of Israel, and that's one of the tribes where uh, actually the Negroes uh, Negroes are from, and this is the tribe that Christ came from, the tribe of Judah. As we know in Scripture, through uh, Revelations one thirteen, it tells you the color of Christ and that he came from the tribe of Judah. But that will that's another breakdown for another time. And we know that he was black. Uh, they say that like his his skin that it, it, it was a uh, a brass that burned in the furnace. So we understand Revelation one thirteen tell you if it's if it's brass that burned in the furnace, that means anything that's burnt. That alone tells you that, that that's gotta be black. People say Middle Eastern, but that's a modern term. That's actually a modern term that people use. If you go to the Middle East and say, I wanna find a Middle Eastern man, you ain't gonna you're not gonna find no Middle Eastern man. If you ask for a Palestinian or you ask for a a, a Jewish person then you maybe can find somebody. But if you go there talking about a Middle Eastern, they not a thing. That's a relative term only here to the United States that people use. And that's the term people use when they don't want to say Christ is actually black. It's not about race, but this is something that's been hid from the people of the Most High for a long time. And even in the scripture, he's going to give credence to that and tell you why it was hidden. The sin of Judah is written with a pen of iron and with the the point of a diamond it is graven upon the table of their heart and upon the horns of their altars. Will thy children remember their altars and their groves by the green trees upon the hills? O mountain in the field, I will give thy substance and thy treasures to spoil and thy places for sin throughout all thy borders. Uh-huh. And thou even thyself shall discontinue from thine heritage that I gave thee. Uh-huh. And I will cause you to serve thine enemies in the land which thou knowest not. See? For ye have kindled a fire in mine anger which shall burn forever. So the most I tell you that 
got a zero. You know, we have to stop blaming. We have to stop blaming our predecessors. We have to stop blaming the white man. The white man is the white man that. The white man have no power over God whatsoever. Bullets, tanks, jets, there are many, many, many people that live the righteous life right now, living over in lands that is war-torn and stupid. Yes, their lives is being spared day by day. My life was spared the other night. We had a head-on, we had a, a, a high-speed chase, and the guy that they was chasing was headed head-on to me. But the minute I said, oh, God, the guy turned to the left, and he kept going. They shot and he killed him. I could have been caught in the crossfire. But you know what? I believe that I'm going to hold on to this faith that I have tonight. I'm going to lay aside every weight that's so easily beset me. I'm going to stop trying to live the Bible. And I'm going to start living the truth. I'm going to live his word. Because there ain't nowhere in the world I'm going to read this whole Bible. And I never read the whole Bible. You know, but I went back to the Old Testament, and I began to read the Old Testament in the book of Numbers, the book of Deuteronomy, the book of Jeremiah, the book of Isaiah, Isaiah 43. I've called you by name. I know you. You're mine when you pass through the fire, the, the, the water. The water not going to overtake you. The fire is not going to kill upon you. The Lord has promised a way out. And I know right now my sister Paul forgiveness. She has fought. She has been through some things. Her brother was killed in, on his way out of the pen, on his way out. After doing 20 years, they decided he wasn't going to get out alive. So the enemy, he is tired of us Israelites. And that's why these polices and these jailhouses keep filling up, keep filling up, keep filling up. Because we won't wake up. We won't wake up and say, aha, oh, I see all these temporaries and all these calling these leaders out there to set up all these churches. Is that right to take a life? One little boy that shot all the people in the church, he said, those people are taking over. But if you read Isaiah 14, I wish you was on the call. It says, I would love to use your beautiful voice to uh, uh, grab some of these pictures. Uh, 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 with us tonight, because these scriptures are very, very rich, and they're very, they are helping us tonight. They're helping me to understand and to see what's wrong with society, how and where I fit in at. That must be a place that we can fit in. We got to fit in. There's a place that, amen, that is higher than us. That the Most High Yah is calling us into. You know that was that was no J in the alphabet. So I know you hear me saying Yah. The reason I said Yah because Hallelujah is the highest place. Well, take that Y away from Hallelujah, J away from Hallelujah, and you put the Y there, then you have Yah. So Yah is the Most High. He's the Most High God. You know, no, I'm not changing my religion or nothing. I never was religious. I'm not changing anything. I'm just coming into the light of the truth. You know, he said, you should know the truth. He said, I give this to my holy apostles and, and to my prophets and my prophets, amen, 
and my teachers and leaders, I killed this scholarship. He said, this knowledge was hidden in this book from you. This stuff's been hidden from us. Now, the Sunday man, he has opened our spiritual eyes that we'll be able to hear and see what he's saying tonight. What about the books that was taken away from the Bible? What about, amen, the, the, the 1611 edition of King James Version? They're not talking about it. We have got to get hold to the truth tonight and learn what he said. I picked up a book in the room. It was the book of Enoch. It says, an astonishing solution. The law of required that the mother should present the son on the 14th day of his birth with an offering of the, the priest uh, uh, at the temple. The third day of the birth was counted as day one. So the offering was made on his 39th day of life. That means that the day of presentation at the temple fell on Sunday, May 14, 1 B.C., because the Savior lived 33 years. That means the time for the presentation of the temple to his death was very close to 33. Enoch, six years. But that is an exact match between his dedication and the resurrection. It's exactly 33 years of 364 days from his presentation at the temple to his resurrection. That was an astonishing amount of information that could be broken down and restated as follows. So, you know, we have all these time periods that no one talks about because they took them out of the book. They said the time period being looked at begun in 458 B.C. and ends in 33 A.D. There is no year zero. So we must subtract from that 458 plus 33 equal 491. 491 take away 1 equal to 490. Now we are down to the days within the proper year. See, all of these calendar days that I'm talking about right here, they don't talk about them in the Bible, so I had to go and get the book of Enoch. And so we have the book of Enoch, the book of Delphi. You know, you got to have the, what's the other book down? Apocryphy. Apocrypha, in order to be able to find out exactly. We're studying out a world civilization. We're matching up these years so that we can be able to get exact time frame when all of this happened. See, in AD 70, when we flee from Israel because the Most High predicted the fall of Israel 39 years, amen, before it failed. And when it did happen, then the Israelites, they went to Cuba, they went to Spain, they went to Portugal, they went everywhere but Israel. So that meant that the Argentinas, the Cubans, the Mexicans, uh, uh, the Aztecs, all of these people, 12 tribes of Israel, they were not all one color. They were all one people, but as they began to leave and go into these different uh, hemispheres, they began to speak other languages. So if they went to Mexico, they learned how to speak Spanish. And so this is what brought about change. But now, the Most High said it is time to return. I believe my son has a scripture, and we're going to take a look at Isaiah 14. Sister, I want you to get Isaiah 14, and uh, I want you to walk down there with me, and I'm going to bring that thing out as uh, the teacher. Uh, he's going to bring out uh, what he has. But what we're doing tonight, 
we're trying to bring all the words and all the similarities, all the scriptures together to show whosoever that we are the indigenous people, we are the Gentile. And here's another thing here too, sister, I want you I want you to take note of. Sixteen nineteen is when man started really taking account of their wickedness toward the Israelites. So the most I said in Genesis fifteen and thirteen he said, there'll be a nation in the land that is not there. I will serve them for 400 years. They will afflict them and oppress them. He said, after that, I'll come. And I'm going to judge that nation, and you shall come out with great substance. Well, from 1619 to 2019 is 400 years. And if you Google what will happen to the black race in 2019, they will come up with something regarding the Israelites. So, we don't only, amen, have biblical truth. We also are living in the dispensation in time. So as we go into uh, Isaiah 14, amen, I want you to believe. I want you to see this. I want you to take note of all these scriptures, amen, uh, get them in the archives, listen to the recording, that you may go back, amen, and, 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 and we're going to continue to try and come and continue to teach the word. I'm going to blow the chauffeur over the service tonight while Adam is getting the word. Okay. Go right there. Go right there. What all are you talking about? Are you going to set them? Oh, we going to sell them in their own land. Okay. 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 So now, so now we're on our way back. We're on our way back to Israel now. So stay aboard the ship, amen, as we're going back into Israel, because there are some things, amen, on board the ship. Come on, sir. Will be the ones being protected. What people are talking about? Talking about uh, Israel, or who are you talking about? So why would he? Why would he take this other nation of people uh, and give them to us as a possession? Thank uh-huh. 
Hallelujah. So basically, all these other nations of people, this thing is going to be flipped around. Is this is this is is this to uh, 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 is this going to be for every for every Israelite?
501c3 ministers that have taken the place because it's set up. The setup is to get these people with the ship because we're headed for a, a, a dispensation and a time of no currency. If there's no currency in the earth, then you're going to have to do something, amen, to be able to buy and sell. This holy word has told you, has told you, but we have chosen to go ahead of the word. We have not partaken of the word. We've only heard the word. We've heard ministers preaching it, but I'm delivering the word tonight to you. And it raised up from the throne. All the kings of the nation, they all shall speak and say to you, as you also become as weak as weak. This talking about our forefathers. Our forefathers will raise up and will speak to some of these ministers and will say, uh, how did you get here? It says right here, Hell from beneath is excited about to meet you in its coming. It stirs up the dead for you. Get over, get over, get over, get over, get over, get over, get over. All the chief ones of earth. It has raised up from their throne all the kings of the nation. They all speak and say to you, have you also become as weak as weak? Have you become like us? Your pump is about down to Sheol. And the sound of your string instruments, the maggots is spread under you, and worms cover you. See, Lucifer is not the only one. Lucifer won't be the only one in that fallen. There are many major ministries. They're all standing on their ass talking tonight about saving Israel. You can't save Israel tonight. There's none to save that land. The land do not belong to those that are there. They're apostasies and they're liars. When we left that 87, we left that. If someone broke in your house tonight and ran you up out of your house, you leave everything. We left the Torah, we left the Word, we left every holy book that we were into. We left it. And then in comes our Gentile brethren, the Europeans. And they begin to act like us, look like us, dress like us. They begin to wear fringes in their garments. They begin to have tassels and, and all types of They did just what we done. But Revelation says, you know you're not a Jew, but you call yourself a Jew. He said, you're a synagogue of hell. He said, you're a house of demons. Egypt king said, and you can could, you could look him up. On your internet and see what he said. He said, when they left, they left black. He said, there won't be no peace. There won't be any peace. They say, pray for the peace of Israel. Pray for the peace of the Jews. Israel today, they don't call themselves Jews. They say, we're the Jewish nation. They wouldn't even call the name Yah because they know that name was given unto the true Israelites. Y-A-H is the most high's name. And we need to call upon his name tonight. We need to call upon his name and let him know that we have heard the truth. And he said only the truth will make us free. We were set free, but now we need to be made free. God doesn't care anything about uh, being well-refined and 
and eloquent and speaking all of these wonderful words and, amen, adding all the spin and the sound and, amen, all this, amen, you know, all this stuff that we call, amen, holy. It is not what he wants tonight. Second Chronicles 7.14 said, If Israel, my people, let's get it straight. From Genesis to Malachi, he was speaking to Israel. You read any scripture when the Lord said, I, he was speaking to Israel. He said, my people Israel, who is likened unto you, that I should give laws. There is not one another other nation on planet Earth in heaven or beneath heaven that he gave orders, duties, laws, and statutes. He given it to one nation. That nation is Israel. But I praise the Most High tonight that he didn't only include Israel, but he includes the Gentiles. So he said, whosoever will, let them come. If we would preach the same thing tonight, if we would stop preaching all these high-over-the-head sermons, Matthew 6.33 said, your blessings is wrapped up in that scripture. He said, if you seek him first, the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness, then all these other things will be added unto you. He's the only one that can add and take away. He's the only one that can bring life to dead situations. Yes, his name is Yah, and he's the only true and living God. He is the most high God. He's the only God. He's the Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He is the truth and the life. Yeah, hallelujah. He said, blow the trumpet in Zion. He said, blow the trumpet. He said in Ezekiel 33, he said, if you see the sword coming in the watchman, blow it not the horn. I'm blowing the horn tonight to let Israel know that the Most High is opening a fountain of repentance unto us, that we should repent of our sins, and we should get away from wine flesh. He said that there are certain things that we can have, amen, that are dietary laws tonight. You don't eat shrimps and catfish. Amen. I know we love some of that stuff. Oh, yes, I love to have me a big old pile of shrimp. Just stuff by themselves. Just eating them up. But when you begin to apply scripture and you begin to learn what that says to most high, you'll lose the taste for all that because you have that taste to please him. And I've been pondering and I've been wondering, when and what do I say? And he said, speak with Deuteronomy 28 chapter. So, yes, I'm not an Old Testament preacher, but I know I'm going to have to live with the Old Testament said in order for me to get into the newness. It is strange how we just left the covenant and went right on into hallelujah. You know, he said, get all that noise from me. He said, it's stitch in my nostrils. He said, I want my people to come to me. I want them to return unto me. I want them to care one for another. I want them to, amen, have patience one with the other. I want them to see about 
He said, I want my nation to prepare themselves. Because he did say, then I will bring them into their own land that I promised unto their forefathers. Do you think God is weak or something tonight? Do you think he, he forgotten his promises? He said, I'm not slack concerning my promises. He said, I know that they stand up to me and show us a long time. But he says, just as I brought the children of Israel across the Red Sea, I'm going to bring them back to that land. And I believe tonight that every word that was spoken by the Most High, that he will perform that which concerns us. He's going to watch to see if I will not do a new thing. It's time for the newness to begin. And I want what he has to offer me tonight. He saved my life the other night from a head-on collision in a high-speed chase. The high-speed chase ended with them shooting a the man. They couldn't stop him. He bust through everything they put up there. They blocked him in. He bust out. So finally, one officer just shot him dead. So, sin, it has a price. There's consequences and penalties that must be paid. Yeah, I'm here, sis. Can you hear me? Apostle, are you there? Yeah, I'm still on. I don't know what's going to happen to the phone. Uh, Sean, see if you can make this phone go back up. That's your phone on? Okay. Uh, can you hear me, sis? Right, right on the wall. Uh, let me see. But we are here. We just got to believe on this word tonight. We got to believe on this word tonight. I'm so glad that you came out, sis. Uh, yes, I have been praying for you. I read I read what you put down. I've been one busy soul. You know, when you have outreach ministries, you can't stay here on the phone doing ministries because sometimes on the line, uh, people won't come. They won't come for the truth. They will not come for the truth. Being that people don't always come for the truth, you know, you have to go out to the Gentiles. So I can't sit here uh, 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 on the line, but I thought tonight would be a good night that we would come. My sons and I, we've been sitting here, and we've been, uh, even Shama, we've been going over this, going over this word, going over this word, going over this word. There's so much of it now until we've got the first wide open. So we said we better take this thing into the light. We better take it to uh, to the line, start delivering this message that people can be healed and set free. Because in, in the book of uh, Deuteronomy 7 and 15, he said, I'll take away all your sickness. So if any be sick amongst us tonight, the Most High wants to take sickness away from us. And the only way he's going to take it away from us is that we're going to have to do the 7 Chronicles 7 14. Let me call back in because I can't see whether or not I'm on the screen or not. Let me call back in. Welcome to Talk Shoe. Please enter the call ID followed by the pound key. Enter your PIN followed by the pound key. If you are not a Talk Shoe member, press 1, then pound.
You are now joining the call. Talk Recorded live. All right, we made it back. Okay, here, here's Adam with another script while I get my other side phone in. All right, we, we, left, off, we left off talking about uh, how that uh, uh, how that the people, uh, well, I left off talking about uh, IGF-14, and then I started talking about uh, the nation. Uh, how that they uh, uh, they had became so weak, and how that hell has enlarged in itself, and how that in hell the uh, uh, people have to move over, move over, move over, because more and more and more and more is coming to hell. Those with all their fox these people with all these fine things that call themselves servants of the Most High, that's doing all this talking and speaking the truth, with all this madness, and, and the Most High is nowhere in. I mean, certainly you want to say I'm nice things, nothing wrong with it. But as those things happen to the point, you started out a, a, a monopoly, a little bit for having two, three, four, five checks and having all these different Maseratis and these different counselors and all this stuff. That is not a God. You know, you can't take these things to heaven with you. So, I mean, if it's that we all down here on earth, it's because he gives it to us to share. Because we're going to be, uh, 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 he made us uh, a role call. He wanted us to model, uh, 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 model what he was as our God. And we're not modeling. We're not modeling for him tonight. We're modeling for uh, 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 a science for rally. We're modeling for Macy, Louis Vuitton, that other guy with those front sculptures. I mean, there's nothing wrong with, don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with having these things. But don't you know that some people got these things and the minute they lose them, they won't come to worship no more. They won't come in. And so we need to make up our mind. You know, tomorrow night at the most I say the same, say the same, we're going to speak on civilization. We're going to start talking about uh, uh, during the time when slavery began. You know, after 1870, once we got into these lands like Africa, it was centuries uh, and years later that they began to sell us. We lived in Africa so long until we began to uh, talk like they talked, and we began to speak their languages. But remember, we were Hebrews, you know, and there's so many things that we have to say concerning uh, our walk tonight as being true Israelites, as being the indigenous people. If anybody want to know and they want to deal with this here and say that we're not the true and living Jews, and you tell them, show us where in the scriptures they say we're not. There's not any scripture in the word tonight that says that we are not the indigenous people. We are the ones that came by ship, 
We're the ones that had the yoke of iron upon our necks. We're the ones that were always in lack and hunger and thirst. We're the ones that built houses we didn't live in. We're the ones that growed all those wine pressures and didn't even get a chance to drink the wine. So what scripture is there that can come against Deuteronomy in the 28th chapter? Isaiah 14, Jeremiah 12. You know, we're not here to argue, be confrontational, but we're only here to wake up a nation. We're not a religion. We're not a group of holy rollies. We are the indigenous people in the United States. And the United States is getting ready to spew us out. There's been a great controversy. Has been Reverend Jesse Jackson and many, many, many other leaders have stood up and have spoke out against the crime and the war on us. Well, my friend, besides him, there's no savior. There's no speaker that's going to get up, no House representative, Obama, and nobody else can stop what's going on in this land until we return unto the Most High Yah and recognize that he and he alone we don't need bombs and tanks. See, if we were in our land in Israel, I promise you, we wouldn't have to fight any wars. The only reason they fight wars for that land is because they feel like that if if the Most High will allow a pagan to possess Jerusalem, then why not take it and destroy them? But when we come to that land, the, the Word of God said we will have peace, and there will be no wars. So the wars are going to be fought, and they're going to be fought over that land. But I heard him first Thessalonians 4. He said that he will descend from heaven with an archangel with the top of God, the dead in Christ shall rise first, and this that alive should be caught with the Lord, and so shall they ever be with the Lord. And then we should go into the battle of Armageddon. So we're in the melting pot tonight. And the melting pot of the United States of this America. July 14th is not a celebration day for you, America, Israelites. It's for the freedom. When they obtain their freedom from Britain, and it's not about America, Israelites being free. There's not one day on the calendar that we celebrate our freedom. I know you're going to say Juneteenth. Still ain't free. Still ain't free. So all these celebrations is just like my neighbors. My forefathers, my grandparents. Yeah, Thanksgiving is the celebration when they slaughter. Yes, that's what Thanksgiving is for, when they slaughter my native ancestors. So we need to find out what all these days and holidays, what all this stuff is about. It's certainly not about righteousness. So tonight, we're going to back it down. I wish I had my other show for I'd like like
tonight, Sister Gia. I'm so glad that you came, Shama. I want you to have words tonight. Hallelujah. I love you. 13th birthday, your 14th birthday. Amen. We celebrated from Thursday to this to yesterday. Tell them about you, folks. It's your 13th birthday, Shama. What happened for your 13th birthday? You became 13. What happened for your birthday? I know the birthday you ever had in your life. Okay. Well, my sister, I want you to call me. Glory to God in the highest, where He is the Most High, and beside Him there is none other. And I just give Him all the praise and glory tonight. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.